Welcome to OwnVisor, your college advisor, an online platform that helps connect international students with mentors to get personalized feedback on their college applications. To learn more, please visit our website at OwnVisor.com. And for latest updates, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn at OwnVisor. And this is Shonda Romana, your host for the podcast. Today, we have two brilliant students with us who have been in the United States. They're pursuing their college degrees right now. They are in their sophomore year, Rising Juniors, which is the second year of college. And I will let them go ahead and introduce themselves. Why don't you tell us more about yourself, Rahul? Sure. Um, so as you said, I'm a Rising Junior. Um, I study computer science at the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. And uh, I'm originally from India. I was born in Pune, but I've lived in Dubai for the past 16 years. And that's where I applied to Michigan from. And uh, yeah, right now I'm in Dubai as well. And uh, nowadays I'm just up to learning, learning stuff, you know, just like uh, computer science, like languages and courses. I'm taking a few of those. Uh, trying to make my own projects and build cool things with technology. And I'm also taking one online class. So yeah, that's what I'm up to these days. Well, we look forward to what cool things you're building because uh, I'm sure they're going to be really good. Um, what about you, Aditya? What have you been doing these days? All right. So yeah, I'm Aditya. Um, I uh, grew up in Dubai. I was born in India and I moved here when I was pretty young. Um, I went to high school here. I'm now studying at the Georgia Institute of Technology and I'm majoring in computer science. And um, I've been taking an online class and getting ready to start an internship um, now that I'm back home in Dubai. Well, that's amazing. We wish you all the best for your internship and we hope you do great in that. And so guys, tell us like, why did you come and to United States in the first place to begin with? Like, why didn't you sit in Dubai or any other country? Or were you planning to? And then why did you choose the United States? Um, I guess from like the start of high school, I kind of wanted to, you know, study like either in the United States or the UK or somewhere like Canada or maybe even Singapore. Um, so definitely I feel for, especially for computer science, I think that the United States is a really good place to be because that's where all these innovative companies are just coming up with some amazing technology. So, and the school, the, the quality of education and balance with student life is like really good in the United States for sure. So yeah, that's definitely the main reason why I wanted to go to the US. So did you apply to any other colleges around the world? Yeah, I actually ended up only applying in the US and Canada. Okay. Um, and in Canada, I got into University of Toronto. And 
I got into Michigan in the United States. So I chose Michigan. That is so interesting because University of Toronto is actually rated really high, but yeah. you chose to be in the United States anyways because of the technology and everything that's innovating and just like more opportunities, I would say, right? Mm-hmm, for sure, yeah. Okay, that's amazing. So why did you choose to come to the United States? Um, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty similar reasons for me as well. Um, I was trying to find the place where I could get the best quality of education and also have a good lifestyle at the same time. So I applied to colleges in the UK, Canada, the US and in um, Singapore as well, I think. Um, and Georgia Tech was, according to me, the best college I had gotten into. And uh, I thought that I would have the best experience by going there. Right. I mean, Georgia Tech is amazing university. It is rated one of the top, especially in when it comes to technology and computer science. It literally has tech in its name. So <laughs> cannot <laughs> doubt that. <laughs> So how has your college experience been so far, guys? Like coming to the United States, was it what you expected or was it like completely different? Did you guys have any culture shocks? Um, definitely a very positive experience for me so far. I think uh, ever since I've been there, I've learned so much. Everything has been so different, you know, from the moment I came there. I remember coming into college feeling at first very nervous because like, very nervous and anxious because it was a complete change in my life you know like it's almost like starting from scratch socially and culturally you're just in a different place you're on your own and stuff so it's a bit I mean you're out of your comfort zone but it's exciting you know and you get to make friends again it's really cool so that happened my first two years for sure like I found some great communities of friends uh, to, you know, be with and some like-minded people. And that's been awesome. Um, and other parts of the experience as well, like academics, the op- opportunities you have uh, are really, really good. Um, the professors you, you're you taught by are definitely like some of the best uh, educators in the world. So that's really nice. And outside academics as well. This, the social life has been really nice. Even even sports itself, like Michigan sports, is like one of the best like uh, programs in football and basketball. So I wasn't even aware of that before coming to Michigan. But just being part of the, you know, like being a fan of those and going to those games and you know tailgates and stuff was also you know a big factor during the fall and even the winter with basketball. So uh, sports is definitely been actually one of the surprises like one of something I didn't expect would be a big factor um, with regards to college culture but with regards to college uh, I mean culture shocks didn't have many but uh, it's interesting being in a whole new country with uh, people like new people and stuff so definitely very like a crazy you know experience overall like like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, so when you were like in your first year, was it like something that you experienced that you didn't expect to? Um, not, I mean, honestly, I didn't know what to expect. I definitely say that like, I just went in there 
I didn't really know how college life worked much. Uh, I'd done like, obviously done research about Michigan, but like, I don't think anything could prepare me except, you know, talking to actual Michigan students from the past that would have helped as to like what actually goes on on campus and like where to be, where to go and stuff. I didn't really know all that. So I just went in there, you know, didn't know what to expect and just like found my way, I guess. So you would say talking to someone who's already been on that campus in particular would have been helpful in some ways. I see. And what are there organizations that you're part of right now, like in your college? Like, what are you doing? What outside of just studying? Yeah, so I guess my main, the main organization I'm part of is my uh, professional technology fraternity that I'm in. And um, I think that's where I found like most of my friends, a great community of people to be around because they're like-minded with regards to technology. And uh, also, they're really fun people, you know, different, very diverse, all, also, all sorts of people over there. Um, so that's been really cool. I'm also part of uh, an international student society at Michigan, which is more of a social, uh, social kind of situation there. Um, so it's been really cool to uh, meet international kids, you know, that have gone through similar things like you, like coming to the United States to study, maybe for the first time, like me as well. And um, yeah, that was, that's a really nice um, society, society to be a part of as well. So those are the two main um, organizations that I'm involved with. I also have a campus job. Uh, I'm a tech consultant. Uh, at the ITS services in Michigan. And I've had that job for almost two years now. I I started in the semester I joined, the fall semester. And uh, yeah, I've had to interact with a lot of uh, students and staff and faculty over there uh, about their, you know, laptops, laptop problems. And, you know, it's, it's been nice. It's been educational in a way. Like you learn every day on that job. Uh, It's cool. Definitely. It taught me a lot. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, I'm glad you're involved with so many other things other than just studying. So what about you, Ditya? How has your experience been in college so far? Something you experienced out of the ordinary and what organizations have you been part of? Yeah, um, my college experience, in one word, it's been amazing. Um, To elaborate, I've just been able to experience a lot of things which I would have never been able to get the opportunity to even witness um, had I stayed um, in Dubai or gone back to India to study. Um, one of the biggest culture shocks which I had when I visited was just how nice people are. Like um, Southern hospitality was a real thing, which um, which was which was something really great to experience because. I grew up in a place where people wouldn't talk to you unless you specifically asked for it. But over there, you would definitely have people checking up on you, whether you're just walking around in the store or um, you're gonna get food or something. So that was that was a pretty big change for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I think my favorite part of my college experiences has been meeting people from just completely different backgrounds than me because it gives, gave me the opportunity to learn a lot more about a lot of different cultures and it opened up my mind to a lot of new ways of thinking. 
So whether that's meeting people who are other international students from different countries or um, people from different places in the U.S., it's uh, it's just been really, um, really, it just made me really insightful, I would say. No, you're totally right. Coming here and just being involved with so many people from diverse cultures, it just gives you a whole new perspective on life in general. And because there are certain beliefs that you grew up with and then you come here and not everyone has the same beliefs. And then it makes you kind of realize that, oh, the world is not the same. It comes in many colors and forms and tastes. <laughs> so that that is something definitely that U.S. does offer, kind of just letting you experience people from different culture. And also anyone who's listening, there are a lot of organizations and they, as they today we have both of the frat brothers in here. There are a lot of fraternities that you guys could be part of. There's these sororities and fraternities. You should look up. You will find them. Some are professional, some are social. And then according to what you like, what you want to see, you could totally decide on them. And um, I knew a lot of kids in my school who were part of fraternities and sororities. And sororities are for women. So even women who want to be part of like a group, they could always be part of that. And these are outside of just organizations. But that's a little bit on frats and sororities. Um, but how did you guys like end up deciding your major when you were doing the college applications? Like what made you inspired towards computer science? I guess for me, since the start of high school, um, in the curriculum, like you had to choose your subjects. And that always seemed to be computer science for me. And all, honestly, like, made me grow my interest by doing it so often like even right from middle school like just coding and stuff like we were really taught a lot of it from like an early grade so that added a lot to it and I saw that technology is cool like you can solve so many problems and do a lot of cool stuff with it so I think um, it just like made me almost choose like that's the main reason I chose a major because I, I was doing it for so long and I, I realized that I was pretty good at it and I I, I kind of liked what I was doing. So, um, yeah, so in like 11th grade, I, I I mean, even before that, probably when I was in 10th grade, I, I wanted, I decided that I want to do computer science. Um, so, yeah, I dedicated my, uh, all my extra, not, not my extracurriculars, but anything I did in school with regards to projects or anything outside the classroom uh, that was academic related, I, I wanted it to be like computer science related from that point onwards. So yeah, that's one of the reasons uh, I want to be a software developer. And uh, the other reasons are obviously like your, your career is prob probably going to be quite, you know, solid. And uh, honestly, like it's, it's probably going to be a bit safe as well. Like, uh, you'd there's a lot of money in computer science and being a developer for sure. And, um, that's like maybe 10%, 20% of the reason why I won. I chose uh, computer science as well. Yeah. So you were kind of preset on that you wanted to be in computer science because you had a lot of experience in it and you really enjoyed mm -hmm. studying it. Yeah. I see. So what about you? I mean, you're in Georgia Tech and being in computer science, it's pretty tough. How did you decide your major and how are you liking it so far? Yeah, so uh, I would say I honestly grew up thinking I was going to 
do something along the lines of mechanical or aerospace engineering. Um, and that I, I kept thinking that up until about um, 11th grade or so. And the reason I used to think that was just because I was really into cars and understanding how they worked and, you know, it just sort of spiraled off from there. Um, but when I got to my junior year of high school, I had been studying computer science for a long time by that point. And I realized that I was going out of my way to find out more about it. And that's when it struck me that I'm, I'm actually really interested in this subject and that I might want to pursue it in the future. So up until college applications came around, I was pretty much going between the ideas of studying mechanical engineering, physics, maths, or computer science. But then I realized that I did have the most passion for computer science, I would say, and that the job market and like the applications which you can do with computer science was definitely uh, the widest of all four of those fields. So I decided to um, stick to that. And that's what I, that's the major in which I applied to um, for every single university I, um, I did an application for. And it is hard, especially being a Georgia Tech, but I'm, I'm really enjoying everything I learned. Well, that's great because I know a lot of people do kind of just pursue computer science because they're not aware of any other thing outside of it. Um, but I'm glad you figured out that this is what you wanted to do. This was your passion. You explored and you kind of just honed in all of that. And now you're even using it in your major and you're about to get an internship. And um, so, so is Rahul. Like he's also interning. So I, I think you guys are on the right path and you guys keep going and things are going to pop up and computer science is definitely a safe place to be because technology is not going anywhere. It's going to be here. And if you don't know it, you might struggle a little bit, <laughs> but um, so guys, when you were applying for your applications back in Dubai, like what were the, colleges that you were looking in I know we talked about a little like but like what made you like choose this particular college like what was the most important thing for you in a college and how did you go about deciding that so when I first started uh, looking at colleges honestly what I knew at that point was only the rankings and that's what when I uh, obviously I had some help I had a uh, a counselor that I went to and the first thing we looked at was, you know, the rankings of colleges in your major. And like, that's the first impression I got of all these colleges that, you know, the ones that I've heard of before, you know, uh, all, all these big names. Um, and then you get to know all these, these other great colleges in America that are good in your major. So I guess the main the main uh, factor at that point was definitely the academic uh, uh, reputation of those colleges. Uh, uh, and then that proceeded to, you know, uh, when I did more research, it was more about like student life as well and what goes on in those colleges. Like you try to read as much as possible on these forums and stuff, like get as much as you can about what these colleges are about. So every, anything I could gather about online for, for a mix of, you know, student life and uh, academic reputation and how good the program is that I want to study, that's, that was my main, you know, measure for 
how much I wanted to study at a certain college. And I found that Michigan was a perfect, you know, a great balance of, um, you know, studying and uh, academics and uh, having like a good social life as well, like Hmm. great, uh, great student body. Yeah, no, that is actually really interesting because I know like a lot of people just go with the ranking of a college, but one, I think important thing to notice is to find a college ranking in your particular major because not yeah. all colleges have all the majors and are good at yeah. it. And for some people who don't know what major they want to get into, it's important to just kind of go into college, which is overall good. So that you, if you want to change your major at some point, you are still going to end up at a good college. So I think that is something important to know when you said that, you know, you looked at your rankings mm-hmm. for your particular major. I think that that's a very good approach. And some people do miss that coming from, international unless they have like you know counselors who've gone through the process and they already like know what to do then they guide you yeah. right otherwise you're just kind of lost a little so did sure. did you know what you, colleges you wanted to go with that they are did you, or where was like georgia tech your dream college how was it for you and what was the criteria that you used um so i definitely didn't know where i wanted to be when i started applying to colleges so i I, since I knew I wanted to do computer science and I also had um, a private counselor, I tried to follow rankings to start off with, but I quickly realized that that's not the only thing I should be looking at because even those rankings on a lot of popular websites were super subjective. And what I found out later was that they could even be bought to an extent. So I, what mattered to me the most was the program description and the um, quality of life, which I could gauge, like quality of life outside academics, which I could gauge from visiting stuff like the subreddits for that particular college or and looking at the, um, the websites for the different colleges and like just trying to understand like a more, understand it more holistically, I would say, rather than just through academics. Um, Georgia Tech was definitely up there for me, for sure, because of its program and just how um, how much respect it seemed to have. But I tried to cast as wide of a net as possible. So I applied to colleges in the UK and Canada and stuff like that as well. Um, but yeah, it really just came down to, um, even after I got accepted, it really just came down to where I thought I fit in the best based on what I had learned. And that was your tech. Hmm. That is um, so cool because as you said, a lot of people do just kind of go with the rankings and they do make that, you could say like, it's, it's, ex- it's like a very common norm to follow, but something that they always miss is to really look into the program that you're applying, understand what are the courses that are being offered, what are they going to be teaching you, what are the things that are going to be talking about, and the professors that are teaching it. So it's very important to go deeper into a particular program that you want to be part of. And a lot of people miss out on that, and they just go with the rankings and stick to that, and then they come here and they figure out it's not what they expected. And, but just like doing your due diligence before and all these informations are available online, guys, like anyone who's listening, everything is available. What course you're going to have to study each course and their each description. Sometimes you can even find the books that are going to be 
told to be bought and what chapters are going to be told like the entire syllabus you can find them some syllabus do change from semester to semester professor to professor but some of them like the basic level courses they're they're going to remain the same so i think those are particular things that you should look into so off of that so of course you know united states has a big focus on extracurricular activities and how did you what activities were you doing in your high school and how did you portray them in your college applications and your personal statement were there some activities you chose not to portray um so for me i think my main extracurriculars were like i played like the violin and that's something i did for i think 10 years in school so that was my main extracurricular uh that's that's followed by sports like i played a lot of football um um i can't like remember every single one <laughs> yeah soccer i <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so and i i also played the piano so that was an added extracurricular uh in the common application you have your list of 10 extracurriculars you can add so i think uh first of all a good tip is like not to fill up all 10 if you you don't really have to because like it's more about like quality over there if you can if you can put like seven great extracurriculars in there uh that's like more than enough uh that's that that worked for me and that's like what i've been told so my extracurricular other ones were like MUN and uh maybe a few projects here and there but i'd say my main one was my uh the violin and that's what i actually talked about in my personal state so i'm not really sure what stood out about you know that uh, riding about the violin in my extracurricular and my personal statement it was just about like my uh just briefly about my personal statement it was like a it was like my journey uh playing the violin you know right from the start right from when i was in fifth grade just learning you know the the ropes and uh that's right until like i was like first violin in my school orchestra so i think uh, it might have been interesting to the college uh, to the admissions office whoever was you know reading my personal statement like they might have been impressed about like my growth through the years my commitment to one activity uh, that was probably it so obviously your personal statement has to be well written as well and i i must have revised it around like I can't even remember like 50 to 100 times I don't know like more than over it so many times it's crazy like a lot you know a lot depends on the personal statement so you all you have to like read over it so much it's like the most important thing especially because like the applications to all these universities are holistic like your personal statement is almost like for me I felt it was more important than uh my personal statement on my essays i feel were more important than my academics with regards to the application yeah no you're definitely right cuz personal statement and your essays is how the admission officers actually see you that is the mm-hmm. only way they have access to you everyone has grades everyone has classes and of course they're like okay a b c it's a very generalized but when they read your applications and your essays that is where your personality shines so that's why mm-hmm. it's important to really just be yourself and you're right that's probably what stood out for them the fact that you were so committed to it and you just 
kept going at it until you became the first violinist in your school choir. And I know like it seems like such a small story in the grand scheme of things, but it reflects who you are as a person. And that's that's probably why they were like, okay, like he seems yeah. if he likes something, he's going to be committed to it and he's going to take that to the end. So that's definitely why they chose you. And that's definitely why we chose you to be here. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, what about you that they're like, what extracurricular activities did you do? And what made you stand out? I mean, you did say that you were extremely occupied on, on your senior year and you did learn to say no to certain things. How did that go? So yeah, I think my uh, most time-consuming and most important extracurricular activity in my senior year, at least, was that I was the uh, house captain of one of the houses in my school. So if anybody doesn't know what a house captain is, it's like if you ever read Harry Potter and they have different houses, it was basically like one of those things. And um, that just involved having so many different activities, um, learning how to deal with people all around the school and learning how to manage people as well. So I think I was able to use that experience to my advantage. And um, I grew so much from it that I thought that it would be doing myself a disservice not to talk about it in my, um, and it was one of my essays. Um, um, Apart from that, I also participated in sports. I used to run track, used to play soccer, used to play basketball. I used to sing and play guitar and stuff like that as well. But like I said, the most um, important activity for me was being house captain. And um, for my personal statement, I chose to focus on a story from my life that I thought changed the way which um, I approach a lot of things and changed my thinking towards life in general. And um, I was able to use that to tie in a lot of other aspects of my life, like um, like being house captain or like um, mentoring students with special needs and stuff like that. I was just able to use that story to branch out into a whole bunch of different avenues. And I just started to put my best foot forward to try to show any admissions officer why um, it would be worth it for them to accept me into their college. That's beautiful because they do look at your leadership activities. And if you have done some, it's always good to portray them, talk about them in your personal essay. It just shows that you can be a leader, take responsibility, and then allocate it to other people. And that's a very important thing that United States colleges here that they look for. So how did you have like you guys talked about that you guys had private mentors like who helped you out through this process how did they help you how helpful were they and if you did not have them how would that process look like yes yeah, so as i mentioned earlier i had a counselor which i hired i mean uh she had a company obviously and uh, she's considered a private counselor that honestly helped out a lot of a lot of kids like in Dubai, uh, she was a pretty popular uh, person, go-to person for college applications. So I guess as a, um, you know, just for the information she had, you know, gathered from all these years of counseling, I guess that was a bit valuable in, uh, you know, finding great colleges to apply to, maybe colleges that you weren't on your radar initially, but you like, 
you were advised to apply to because they're great for you know the the major that you wanna uh, study and um, I guess the great uh, the, the greatest help that I had was the tracking of applications that I had with the counselor because we had like many Excel sheets and we had a handbook and stuff about like you know your deadlines your uh, on when to finish what by because the application process is huge you know it starts from academics it, it's it's your your standardized test scores your predicted scores you know your sat subject scores so you have to like get that out of the way and then you have your essays uh, you have your extracurriculars to fill out and do in real life as well so you know you had a whole timeline for uh, everything you had to complete and you know I guess I look back and say that maybe like I could have done without a counselor, but I guess, you know, they kept you, they kept me on track at least as to like, this is something I have to do, like on the back of my mind, like, you know, while school was going on, there's so much stuff going on in, a, in your life. Uh, and it was nice to, you know, have that, you know, kind of assurance that can help in any, any uh, stage of the application, uh, including essays, like my counselor, uh, uh, helped me, uh, you know, uh, gave me guidelines for my essays as well, which I personally didn't like so much because um, I felt like, you know, you know, the, the council is like 40, 50 years older than you. So like they can, they can't really, you know, uh, speak for you by, by any means. So um, with regards to the essay, like you're basically like with your, you should definitely go with your own flow and own thoughts and uh, if you're getting help maybe from like like-minded people and stuff uh, I think that's a great idea but with regards to you know tracking the whole process and uh, keeping keeping me on track I, I that's where I felt the counselor was uh, a great help yeah because there are so many times it's just so many applications so many processes so many steps and yeah. you do tend to just lose track of it or you might end up missing something and counselors do help in that but as you said in essays because essays are one of the most important things it's really important to have some good counselor who understands you understands the story you want to tell and also mm -hmm. understands how it's being reflected in your college applications so it's really having these admission counselors for your college essays i think that is where that is the main help you basically need someone who can understand where you're coming from the story you want to tell and how you want to portray it and some college admission counselors do tend to like you don't like what they're trying to tell you mm -hmm. and but maybe because they're experienced and you just don't know like what's going to play yeah. well and you want to tell, but you're like, no, but I want to talk about this. But they're like, but yeah, that's not portraying what you want to portray. You should talk about this mm -hmm. and it'll come off better. And all these things, I think it, it comes with experience and I'm not saying they're right, but some of them are really not right. Some of them, yes. but at the end of the day, it's all about experience. And if anything, even if you do manage to do the entire application process by yourself, which is great, it's good to have an outside perspective. And it's good to sure, just yeah. have someone to read your essays at the end of the day. Because do not submit your essays without giving someone else to read them. 
because you sometimes are sure, so yeah. caught up in your own bubble and you're so close to the situation mm -hmm. that you can't really see it and you need like an outsider's yeah. perspective. So yeah. what do you, I, I, yeah. I remember like when I wrote my first essay ever, like I looked at the personal statement, like this was like a year before the deadline. Oh, not a year, maybe like eight or nine months before. And I wrote it and I was like, wow, this is cool, I guess. And I sent it to my friend and then they, she just, told me like she just straight up told me like this is really bad you know <laughs> that was the first ever feedback I've gotten on an essay so I feel that feedback is definitely important <laughs> yeah like do not think yeah. this is great and I'm just gonna submit it who knows maybe it is but mostly it is not <laughs> yeah <laughs> So how was your experience with college admission counselors? Like, do you feel there's a need and importance for them or would you just been fine? I think um, using a counselor definitely helped a lot. Um, mostly because they, um, she was just a huge like information bank for me about so many different things. Like Rahul said, keeping up with deadlines and um, understanding exactly what needs to go into essays was made a lot easier by um, taking her help. Um, it would have been possible to do it by myself, but it would have taken like two or three times the amount of time because when you do have a counselor, you usually have a centralized source of information. And when you don't, you have to go and scour the web for information all by yourself. So that can be difficult. Um, in terms of actually helping me with writing essays, I personally didn't have a lot of help from my counselor, but I know of people who have had help um, because sometimes it's hard to come up with ideas by yourself and it's always good to have somebody pushing you in the right direction because you might overlook something that you might not think is a very important moment in your life which you can write about, but your counselor might tell you that that, that can actually be expanded upon a lot and it's unique. Um, but something that was very helpful in terms of um, the essays which I had to write was uh, my counselor told me what not to do, basically what had already been done like a hundred times in the past, something that was overused. Um, but I think the most useful thing I got out of my counselor was being able to get in touch with people who were studying at the colleges I was applying to, because that just help me understand like the entire vibe of the college and how my experience was going to be even before I took one step in the U.S. or the U.K. or wherever it was. So you did have people that you were able to talk to before you came here and that was extremely helpful for you. Yeah, definitely, because you're never going to get a better um you're never going to get a better explanation of what actually happens at a college or anywhere you go um, than, some, than from somebody who's actually living there and experiencing exactly what you're going to experience just a few months in the future. Yeah, and um, you also mentioned that your professor told you the things not to do. And because they were overdone, people talked about those things a lot that is also very important to know and you being the first time applicant of course you're not going to know that there is no way you could have known that so that is another place where i think counselors can be 
extremely helpful just telling you like hey like you know everyone experiences this everyone talks about it you don't have to talk about it and there are some things that you might not think is an important thing that happened to you in your life but that could really set you apart from other applicants and at the end of the day it is about also like being your authentic self but also standing out as to who you are and the things that you provide the values that you bring and how is that completely different from anyone else who's applying and you of course you can't predict what values they're bringing but that's where the counselors come in because they have had experience in this they know so many people who've got, done this so they really help you with that and it's important to have like good counselors people that you can resonate with people that understand you and you understand them so it's, it's always a little struggle but we're hoping maybe we could help out a little bit in that and you know that's why we're here as advisor to give that space to students where they can kind of pick and choose, test out counselors and see which one works perfectly with them. So we don't have like people like, you know, Rahul who's like, oh my God, I did not like what she was telling me for my personal <laughs> statement. <laughs> Cause sometimes that does happen. Like counselors has like, they're, they're like, no, this is what works. You gotta do this, but not always. <laughs> we need someone who's also open to your ideas, you know? And so looking back of all this, guys, what is like the advice you would give future applicants that are coming into US or any other school coming for their undergraduate program? What advice would you guys give? Um, for me, I think this, uh, for the majority of applicants, like this might be kind of late advice, but um, do you your college application process almost starts like before you know it you know probably like when you're in late middle school and stuff just like you know building your your extracurricular activities up your uh for for me and aditya and i we had our transcripts you know right from ninth grade onwards you know like all those scores uh and that was all including academics so you know, you really have to like be in control, like right from like uh, maybe ninth grade onwards. Like, be sure to like do a lot of stuff, be very involved, show commitment, and uh, so doing that makes it so much more easier to reflect it into your extracurricular activities and talk about that in your essays and personal statement, and that really adds to you know your holistic application for all these colleges because you can talk about so much in your extracurriculars and uh, it's definitely much, much, much more than academics. I always feel that, you know, having that great uh, ACT or SAT score, or having the great, oh, uh, you have great predictives is just a benchmark, you know, that's where they start with because there are thousands of international students who are achieving scores like that or even better. Like, I honestly feel like, um, my scores, like uh, my standardized scores were pretty good, but uh, like my my academic scores, like within school weren't that great, but uh, I think it was more of my extracurriculars and my stuff outside the classroom that really helped and showed that, you know, I'm a good fit for Michigan. So it's all about, you know, having like um, the same, like being a good fit for the colleges, like that's what the admissions officers are looking for. So for me, yeah, that starts like uh, pretty early. 
and uh, developing yourself is uh, pretty important. But you're very right. The admission process does start a little early on and you should be very mindful of that and just, just get on it. Don't wait till the last minute. It's already stressful. And the later you wait, it's just going to get more stressful. And I've been guilty of that. So don't do that to yourself. Yeah. Don't do that to your parents and don't do that to your counselors. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you? Um, are there any advice you would want to give to international students coming here? Anything you think you should, they should be mindful of? Yeah, um, I, I think we've touched on it before, but rankings really aren't everything. What matters more than anything else is what you do with your time in the U.S. Because coming in as an international to any school in the U.S., no matter how highly ranked it is, you do have an expiry date on your visa. And um, whether it be three, four, or five years, you need to use that time as wisely as possible. Because unlike a lot of other students who are studying at the same college as you, they um, like they might be able to stay there for much longer and take as much time as they need to, to find what they want to do. But as an international student, since you do have that expiry date on your visa, you need to try your best to figure things out and really um, get the best experience that you can get for yourself early on. You are so right. I think you touched on nerve here for a lot of international students who've graduated and are currently in the job environment because you do have an expiry date. Do remember that. And when you're here and you don't know what you want to do, it's important to explore as quickly as you can and observe yourself. What are you enjoying? What are you not enjoying? And the quicker you move through it, the quicker you're going to come to the decision. So, cause people get stuck in a career and then they they start working in it. And then they're like, like their visas ending and they still don't know what to figure out. So it, it could lead a lot of chaos and a lot of anxiety. And again, I'm still guilty of that. So don't do that. <laughs> Talking from experience. Uh, so it's, it's extremely important. And there are so many options in the United States that people, there are, facilities, there's organizations, you can go test out, you can also go sit in classes. You can go sit in classes mm -hmm. that you don't are not even registered for. No one's gonna say anything. Even if you're not registered, just go check a class out, sit into it. If you like, if you're like, I remember like I was an IST student, but I would just go sit in the astrophysics classes for just to check them out. I was like, do I want to be an astrophysicist at some point in my life? So I would just go check those classes out. And I was like, Maybe I want to, but not right now. <laughs> so those things are possible. And I know like if there's like any Indian people listening, there's this movie, right? Like the three idiots where he just like, um, I don't know if you guys have watched it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Haunter, he gets kicked out of his class and then he just goes, sits, goes and sits in like random classes and just learns. That is actually extremely possible here. You can just yeah. go to random classes and learn. <laughs> and no one's going to know. And, but that just like helps you figure out what you want to do if you don't know, want, don't know what you want to do. And at the end of the day, I know like everyone's so focused on rankings, but as Aditya said, those are not the only things to look at. It's important to see which university is going to give you the experience that you want and is a perfect fit for you. And that does come from looking at 
the organizations, talking to the students, and then kind of researching into the programs and what they're going to be teaching in the courses. Am I wrong, Aditya? Is there anything else you would want to add to that? No, I think, uh, I think you got exactly right. Okay. Well, I wish I had that exactly right when I was going through that process, but I did not. <laughs> and I definitely learned it while going through it, but we hope someone out there who's listening to this could take something out of it, you know, and that's why we're doing this. And so thank you guys for coming here and sharing your stories. They're extremely important to anyone who's listening. So we really appreciate you having on our podcast today. Thank you for making time in the middle of coronavirus who doesn't don't know it is being shot in the middle of coronavirus so thank you so much for doing this and it's so late where you guys are we really appreciate it thank you so much for listening in on our own visor podcast we hope you learned something from it to connect with mentors that can help with your college applications please visit our website at ownvisor.com and to learn more you can follow us on twitter facebook and linkedin Adam Visor.